Boom. Welcome to Grown Dad Business. Friends, we are uh, at episode 202. I appreciate you for being here. I appreciate all the love uh, for the episode 200 and episode 201 uh, with Bob Saget. And uh, hopefully hopefully, y'all checked out um, the bonus episode that's on Patreon for the Bob Saget episodes. Uh, him him talking about dirty work and Norm MacDonald and Chris Farley. Really funny. Um, so if you want to support monthly on Patreon, do that. I appreciate you. That's one of the things you get a post uh, post shows uh, with people like Bob Saget. Um, also, my friend Brad Williams has a post show on there. But uh, you guys, we're doing it. We're doing more video. I appreciate you guys supporting. Uh, my friend, uh, this this week I have on from Cleveland, Rob Ward. Rob is a comedian I met, and we're kind of just coming up together, running into each other, uh, opening shows, working together. Um, out of Cleveland, uh, on tour with uh, Benji Brown a lot all over the country. But uh, Rob has been seen on uh, uh, Kevin Hart's Heart of the City. Uh, he also toured with Martin Lawrence's tour, the Lit as tour, um, which is Martin Lawrence is one of my comedy heroes, uh, one of my favorite comedians of all time. So to be able to tour with Martin Lawrence, he got one up on me. That was that's amazing. Um, also, uh, Showtime at the Apollo, uh, done work on there, but also Father Three now. Last, so, so last year, last summer, we worked together in Cleveland, and I thought it was a perfect time, you know, to be one on one, you know, in person. I love doing podcasts like that. So, we did a podcast in the uh, cabaret bar at uh, one of our favorite clubs in the country, uh, one of his home clubs, really, uh, Hilarities in Cleveland. And, uh, for some reason, um, I did not have his microphone recording i don't this and we had such a good talk uh he 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 literally at that time last summer he was living in a hotel because his house burned his his, he had a huge fire in his house with two little kids his wife um they had to leave so that was a huge part of uh what we talked about but you know almost a year later we're living through a pandemic. We're living through, uh, you know, really a, um, a, a, a existential civil rights crisis. Um, and so, you know, he's a father of uh, biracial kids, and uh, we 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 talk real. It's just it's two dad friends talking about our careers and what we're going through. And um, it was a really good talk. It's really good to just do this now and just talk to my friends. And just, uh, it's a podcast, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's not always funny. We don't want to be serious. And, you know, we don't, uh, you know, I don't talk about politics and religion a lot on the podcast. Uh, and Rob and I agree on that in comedy and all that. But, you know, there's some things we just need to talk about as human beings uh, that, that aren't just, that aren't political. Um, so we did talk about a lot of that. We'd laugh about just being uh, just, you know, middle-class dads. You know what I mean? Um and just out there working. So I hope you enjoyed my episode with Rob Ward. Go check him out at Rob Ward Comedy. Uh, you can find him all through there. He's starting a new nonprofit. Uh, so go check out that. Um, just honestly, one of the coolest people to talk to. Uh, it's just one of my friends that I've met on the road uh, over the years that I look forward to talking to every time. Just another dad out there doing it. Another comedian just pushing and hustling. And he's one of those comics and dads I always look to. Like I said, there's people like that that, you know, don't live in New York, L.A., and they're and they're successful, and they're being successful husbands and fathers. So I always look at Rob like, what's Rob doing? I want to do what Rob's doing, you know what I mean? Always doing good things. But um, 
But yeah, show Rob some love at Rob War Comedy. And uh, I want to give shout outs uh, first to Patreon. I told you, you can see bonus post episodes like the one with Bob Saget or Brad Williams or a couple other of my friends. Uh, Patreon.com slash Aaron Kleiber. If you don't know what Patreon is, Patreon is a way for you to support creative people monthly. Uh, and, you know, funny people, whatever, follow your heart. Uh, since I'm not making money, it would be nice to have a monthly thing, you know what I mean, for doing this stuff. Because this stuff still costs money. So I appreciate you guys for uh, helping out. And I always want to give shout outs. Uh, always give shout outs to my friends that are supporting. Uh, Corey and Cheyenne, uh, the GDB champs, thank you so much. Uh, also want to give a shout out to Sue and Sean, my guy Vic, uh, Marianne, Mary, Lori, uh, Jess, Jason, Fanny, Jennifer, and Laura, Corey and Cheyenne again. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for supporting the podcast. Uh, those guys get monthly mail from me and my kids. It's it's fun. Uh, all the little stuff that my kids are drawing is pretty funny. Um, but also, if you if you sponsor a, a certain level and support, uh, we'll send out stickers and shirts and stuff like that. Here's the kids banging around right now. I'm about to go yell. Um, but all the shirts too. Give a shout out to Ink Division who prints all my apparel, uh, all the grown dad shirts. Uh, you can go check them all out at uh, GrownDadShirts.com. And GrownDadShirts.com uh, goes right to my store with Ink Division. Uh, you can save 15% off shirts. I'm giving that to you right now. If you go to GrownDadShirts.com, GDB15, that's the coupon code, you can save 15%. Also, if you're an entertainer, podcaster, comedian, musician, whatever, uh, Ink Division, go check them out, ink-division.com. They're offering 15% off a bulk order, off your first bulk order, which is so dope. Um, you know, you want to order 50 shirts uh, to go uh, sell online or get ready to sell when you go back on tour, hopefully. You know, um, go check them out, ink-division.com. And you can check out the groundadshirts.com, all printed through Ink Division, who are uh, from Braddock, PA, locally owned, service nationwide. Amazing. And uh, I will be remiss to not mention uh, my boy, you hear the beats right now, Kid Mental. Go check out kidmental.com. He does theme songs. He does beats. He does music. Uh, also, very funny. Uh, support a dad, a musician, a creative artist. He also helped me design my shirts. So incredibly talented, Kid Mental, kidmental.com, at kidmentalmusic. Uh I love them. Uh, so creative. Go check out our uh, our Grown Dad shirts at GrownDadShirts.com. Also, uh, I want, want to give a shout out to a new, a, a just a dope uh, new sponsor that I know it's, uh, I love this product called Elixicure. It's a, uh, it's a CBD, uh, basically roll on and a lotion. Uh, it's non-psychoactive. It's not the THC version of cannabis. Uh, it's CBD. Everybody's starting to use it now. You're hearing it. Uh, get it from your doctors. But I've always loved Elixir Cure, and I, I found an amazing uh, site called uh, thehivedistro.com. They distribute all kinds of C CBD products, including Elixir Cure. They have the roll-on. They got the uh, cream pump. Where you get, I'm telling you, rub, I rub it on my on my ankles for arthritis. My love, my wife loves it on her neck. Um, but uh, you got to try that. Uh, we, our favorite is the lavender cream pump. Uh, it's so good. But the hivedistro.com, they also uh, offer different CBD products, which is dope. They have bath bombs, uh, which my wife loves that is too. Uh, they have Buddha beans, a coffee 
hemp-infused coffee. Uh, it has blends from regions all over the world, and uh, I can't wait to get get that. They offer that. They also, the one of the things we got is man butter. It's the organic body deodorant by uh, Dry Men Products. And uh, at this point, my son is now using it on his stinky feet to help his feet. Uh, you can uh, rub it on. It's a, it's a organic body deodorant. It's pretty amazing. They also have uh, CBD tinctures. So go check them out. Uh, listen, you you can go get 20% off. If you use the uh, coupon code GROWN, G-R-O-W-N, you can get 20% off. You get free shipping over $75. Uh, so 20% off is pretty dope. At least go try something. Uh, let me know how, how it is. Uh, just giving shout outs. It's products that I like, products that I love. And uh, I'm just happy that, uh, I, you know, that I, I found a way to uh, shout out Alexa Cure and, be, and get a little, you can get samples. Let me know. You want to try it out? I'll send you a sample with some stickers. Follow your heart. Um, but uh, I appreciate you guys. Thanks again. Consider supporting monthly uh, the show. I'm sorry this is so long. I've been talking so long. Uh, but uh, I think you're going to enjoy my talk with Rob Ward. A uh, little, little grown talk. I don't know if it's uh, good for the thing with the kids. But uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, be kind, be funny. Granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. She mouth Great interview. This podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. Boom. Welcome to Grown Dad Business, Rob Ward. How are you, sir? What's up? What's up, Aaron? Good, good, man. One of my favorite comedians. Man, I I, I, uh, I was thinking about you. I saw that you had your third child. That yeah, uh, yeah. you. So I was like, I got to talk to Rob. And what a lot of people don't know is we recorded a podcast last June. And yeah. uh, I, I remember telling people on the podcast, but uh, I messed up your audio. I did not record yeah. your audio. So it's literally me having a one-sided conversation in in the in the nice booth at Cleveland Hilarities. Um <laughs> it was a great podcast too. Oh man, it was I was so excited about it and you yeah. one of those feelings, I don't know if you've ever had that happen where you record something and you're like how like you know, you're like working on that 6 minutes for the tonight show and your camera yeah, like yeah. ran out of battery. You were like mm -hmm. Jesus, what why don't you want me to succeed? Um <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think I was I was recording for something one time and I forgot to put my phone in airplane mode and I bought my daughter uh like a little I think as a matter of fact it was an Obama phone I think I, my mom gave her her Obama phone and I recorded one of the best sets I had and my daughter called me like right in the middle with her little Obama phone <laughs> I was pissed that's a that's a weird thing to blame Obama phones on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I uh dude, I um yeah, no, I I had such a great talk with you last year and and now, bro, it so you our whole talk was basically you were like it was like what a month since your house burned down. You had yeah, two, yeah. two you have two, you have three girls. Three girls now, yeah. So, you had two little girls. Your house mm -hmm. like tell me like, let's recap that because that was as yeah. a father, I was just like, because I was like, Rob, let's just have a podcast 
and yeah. I, and you and you were like, oh, we could we could talk about you know how I'm living in a hotel right now because our I was like, wait, what, what? Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, I didn't mean to sound like a juicy CNN reporter, like, ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, dude, like, what is? Let's talk about that if you want to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, everybody was okay, so it's no big deal to talk right, about right. that. Uh, I was actually performing at the Cleveland Improv, and my wife called me like, the house is on fire, and I was like. What do you mean? She's like, the house is on fire. And she's like, but you don't have to leave. And I was like, what? And uh, she was like, we're at the house. The fire department's here. Everybody's here. Um, the entire house didn't burn down, The just the kitchen. Um, but um, it was so much soot and smoke and everywhere. Right. You, know, my, you know, the house wasn't livable yeah, sure. anymore. But um, everybody's okay. I mean, we had we had insurance. And you know, I think we had to stay in a, a hotel for about four or five months. Right. And, uh, and you would I think that it that was cool when you were a kid and that it would be cool for the kids, but right. my daughters were miserable. Oh yeah. All one room. I mean, yeah, yeah. you can't yeah. get out. Uh, and I remember, I remember, uh, I remember talking about, there was a lot of people that just really rallied behind you too. Like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. that's amazing too. I, I, Cause I can't yeah. imagine being in that position as a father and you're like, what? Like, yeah, like yeah. What, my wife and I just had this conversation last night. Um, <laughs> stupid is we had a conversation about like how how hard it is okay we the conjuring two was on okay this is the yeah. this is how how deep into quarantine our relationship has gotten where we're <laughs> it's it's we're watching the conjuring two and my my wife is like why don't they just move out why don't they just move out and then i said i always wondered that too and she goes oh wait she's like if we just had to like move out of a house like right now, like if there was a fire, yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a it's lot. Like, it's a lot. Like you, like who, who's gonna like buy this house? Who? How do you get rid of your furniture? You got to throw away stuff. You got to you yeah, doing yeah. all this paperwork, and and yeah. also it's you. You might not have money to just up and move. Go get another yeah, place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's sorry to bring you know uh, the conjuring and ghosts into that, but <laughs> it was just like being being having to up and like. Cause you lost some stuff. I remember saying like the smoke yeah. like ruined stuff. Yeah, yeah, clothes, clothes, and everything. Um, you know, but I'm a I'm a really really big saver. I guess because of our career, um, right? You know, I have to be. So even with the current uh, the the COVID nineteen, like I was just I wasn't worried because I saved so much. Yes. Money. Um, um, you got to hibernate just, on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I I love it doing it. I love saving. Yeah, I we're we're pretty. See, that's the thing. People like. Like you live in Cleveland, I live in Pittsburgh. We tour nationally, and mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of people are like, "How do you how do you do that? Like, how do you?" Well, first of all, you know, our kids and our families are here. You know, they're mm -hmm. in our cities. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, people are like, "How you know? How do you uh, you know? How do you you know? How 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 can you not move to LA or New York?" Well, first of all, that would break us. Like, we got kids. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah, yeah. you know, um, yeah. but. I learned a long time ago when I did one of my first movies ever, I made a, a bunch of money filming for two months and I was like, Oh my gosh. So I'm going to take this and pay off all my college loans. Meanwhile, I only paid off half of them and wow. I, I needed money a month later. Yeah. yeah and it's wow. like, and then doing stand up now, if we have a hot tour, you know, if you're doing three, four months straight, you, mm. you, pre you prepare for having a month off. It happens. Yep. You yeah, know, you, happens. you, gigs get canceled i mean 
Uh, and yeah, the, the pandemic, the thing for us was that we were ready. I was ready. Like I had a, I had a rough, you know, January, February. Mm. So I was, I couldn't wait to get out. I was packed March, April, May. I might've said this a hundred yeah. times, but, yeah. and then everything canceled. So I, yeah. th- this spring was the, we're going to get a bunch of money for Christmas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it just, it hit people different ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah. but the thing you said, man, it's just the, uh, I always say we live below our means always. Yeah. I say that too. I say that too. All the time. We don't, my kids are spoiled already. They don't even know how poor we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that, yeah. that's one of the best things my mom ever has done. I never knew how poor I was yeah. ever. Yeah. 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 Until sure. I asked for money and I was 15, you know, and I was like, oh, we really don't got money. I got to go work. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I think, um, I think, uh, you know, because, you know, when you're starting out, especially if you ever tried full time comedian before, you should have, um, because I've done it twice, I think now, um, and I was blessed enough for someone to take me on the road as their full time, uh, right. open an act and, you know, and, and pay for my travel and all of that. But, um, before I've tried doing comedy full time and lights have been turned off or, you know, we had oh, yeah. $8, $8 in the account. So um, I promised uh, that I wouldn't put us in that position again. So like I said all the time, we live below our means. My daughter, uh, my wife, I, I was just out of town. My wife called me like, your daughter's running around turning off lights, saying daddy's going to be mad. Like, I, I'm quick to turn <laughs> off the lights. And, yes. And then she's six, you know. So um, and I think that um, and, I, and I get so mad watching other people spend money. I'm just like, oh, they're blowing money. They're blowing money. Oh, you see, you see that one couple with the same amount of kids and they're going on a cruise and you're like, who, who do you think yeah. you are? Who do you think yeah. you are? <laughs> I call, I call them, I did not coin this, but a friend of mine in Pittsburgh, uh, who's a, who's a producer, uh, he calls it middle-class millionaires. Mm, of I just like, like people make 30,000 a year and stunting like they're, get, stop, oh knock God. it off. I, love, knock I, love, it off. I, know, I know a bunch of people like that. Oh, middle-class middle class millionaires. millionaires. Oh wow! Yeah, you, uh, they you got, got you got you got you got to buy that from. We got to put that on the shirt. That's he did. He does. Oh, he did. Oh, he's a comedian he already. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, wow. he's a he's a music producer. Oh, um, okay, okay. Yeah, it, but That's uh, it's oh, it's you know, it's people. People got no furniture but a Gucci purse. It don't make no sense. <laughs> I get so mad, man. A lot, so lot of lot of lot of lot of suburban moms in my elementary school stunting hard. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's and that's oh my god. They got a Mercedes. They got a Mercedes, and I'm like, you live down the street from me. I don't got nothing. (laughs) Yeah, like I want. I want my wife wants me to get a new car. I have a. I have a 2006 Honda Accord. Oh, um, Honda Accord, baby. Yeah, two hundred thousand miles on it. I mean, just. I mean, it it drives like it drives like a a Benz. You know, and um and and I I just and it's paid. It's paid for. Um. So why why go get a car though? Yep. No, I just paid off my car. I, I paid off my car during the pandemic. Oh wow! Good oh, like that was it was well, that was that was one of the bills. And my wife was like, "Hey, like we got two payments left. Like this will be gone." And I'm like, "Oh my god, thank you." Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. And yeah, same thing with my car, man. Now no payment. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and also, yeah. I mean, I got I, my car is five years old. I have like 170 thousand miles on it, man. That thing, I've driven yeah. that all over the country. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and you trust you trust that car. You know that car. You know, like, oh well, it, it does this and it needs this and yep. it needs this work. You go buy another car, either you're gonna buy a new car and have a note, or you're gonna buy yep. a used car and nope. you don't know what's wrong with it. 
Nope, I don't need that. I got I got triple A membership. So if you don't know, triple A is doing like half off right now. So I paid fifty five dollars for uh six toes unlimited. So my car breaks down. I mean, it's just yeah, that's all over the country. Yep, that's how you have to live as a comic. Yeah, it is. It's funny too because like I'll I'll see. I don't want to. I don't want to hate on young comics, but you know we we have. I mean, it's very rare to be a comedian in our position that we're not our name's not nationally known but we make a living and yeah. we're raising a family a lot of our yeah. friends like you look at some of our friends they wait till their 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 name is on on every billboard you know mm-hmm. or you know when you're when you're headlining you know 20 30 clubs a year you you're doing well as a headliner you know yeah. so yeah. so you know a lot of times you'll see our comic friends they'll wait till they're a betty a basically a steady headliner then they're like I'm going to get married to have a family we yeah. we did this shit ass backwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did, but we figured it out, man. And saving is you key. have to saving is key. And uh, and uh, and and you know what? I was and my wife always tells me I can't I can't take credit for this, but you and I are happier as comedians because mm. you know we mm. would be better. We wouldn't be good dads or husbands if we were in a factory or office or. Even me used to be a firefighter. Like I would not be happy doing that. Preach. Uh, you know? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so. I'm over here like yes. Uh, <laughs> you because my wife. I say I say it all the time because I'm the one that says it. I'll go. I'll go. You know, especially during this pandemic, you're sitting at home and you're just like, I'm putting all this work into the podcast and streaming a live show, and I'm like, I ain't making no money. I'm like, what the hell am I doing any of this for? You know, yeah. you, you you lose twenty dates. And you yeah. two people call you back, you know, and you're like, I think I'm going to build retaining walls now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, like, yeah. you're, you're just like, yourself. and my wife, it, my wife knows because I've, I've had a couple careers, you know, and yeah. throughout every one of my careers, comedy and acting kept busting through. It yeah. kept, yeah. it kept making me quit. It made me quit almost one, every one of my jobs. Yeah. You, Have know? you had a lot of jobs. Um, I've, 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 I've kind of lily padded my, my, all my twenties before I was, I I started full-time comedy when I was about probably 29 or 30. Okay. Um, so I've been full-time for maybe like eight years. And so, but also like telling that to people, I know people listen to the podcast know, but like, I also get acting every now and then. So that's like, that's like getting a Christmas bonus every couple months. That's nice. You know, so it keeps you, it keeps you floating. You know what I mean? So that's why I was able to try to, you know, barely make a living. But like, uh, yeah, during my twenties, I was basically just taking jobs that would feed my filmmaking and comedy. Like at that point, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So it was like, well, if I got to have a full-time job, I'm going to, you know, I worked in ministry for years and, Mm -hmm. and I just wanted to, I thought, well, if I'm going to be, if I want to work in entertainment, I should get jobs that are near that. And so, like, yeah. I, I started working in marketing. I started, you know, working, you know, uh, working entertainment marketing and things like that. So, but uh, there was always, you know, there was always comedy. And that, like I said, my wife goes, you you know you can't. You, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I yeah, want yeah. attention. I need attention. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, I, Rob, Rob, I was an abused little boy. I need attention. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, it does, it keeps us sane. It kind of gives us mm-hmm. an outlet, whether... Whether I can know, I can speak for myself that like any kind of angst or therapy that uh, I've ever needed, I've gotten it out through comedy uh, mm-hmm. by making people happy, making people laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree, man. I think I think that uh, my wife has seen me had jobs, and you know, as a father uh, and a husband, you're always like, "Well, this job, well, every job has always been 
around comedy. It's like yep. this schedule will allow me to yep. do comedy. This, whether it's driving Uber or something, like this mm-hmm. will let me do comedy. Oh, I wish and, there was Uber in my twenties. Because <laughs> my wife's just like, she got to the point she was like, "You're always going to find a reason why you hate that job, you know." So just yep. put your attention on comedy because I would talk about how great this job is going to be when we needed it, right. and as soon as we got a little bit of uh, room, wiggle room, I would be like, "I hate this job." Like I, I hate the job and uh comedy is the only thing and um uh, you know I, I always consider myself like a merch killer like without my merch i couldn't be a full-time oh. opener uh i love merch i love i hate selling merch sometimes but i love the interaction i love coming home with just wads of money uh, <laughs> i know, know I, I love it it was it was a thing where uh that was the one thing during the pandemic like you're filling out grants and stuff you're trying to you know yeah. get get some you it's know hard, un- yeah. unemployment and then you think like, wow, lots of people buy T-shirts and DVDs. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, then you realize, you know, and I'm sure this is not, I mean, people listen to the podcast. They know, you know, they, they've they heard me talk about touring and, you know, because sometimes you want to check yourself and they're like, do we sound like greedy asshole? No, it's just, it's it's, it's part of our business. And like, if you, yeah. know any, if you know anybody that is in bands, T-shirts and merch yeah. is like, it's like a third of your money, sometimes half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, especially for, for, for us, you know, we've toured the country with huge names. And mm-hmm. so the, their crowds are thanking us, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. they're basically those crowds are applauding the headliners that bring us, which is amazing, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and for our, you know, they're like, Hey, good job. Here you go, kid. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's huge. And, and then you yeah. realize that you're missing that and you got, you know, two boxes of t-shirts in the closet with yeah. $400 in it, you know, you're just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, then depend on that, man. And then I'm, you know, looking at my podcast supporters. I'm like, you want a shirt? You want a shirt though? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I got a coupon code. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, just, just missing that. I mean, I'm fearful out there. You know, I, I quarantined. I took it seriously. Uh, like I said, my mother hasn't even seen my, my newborn daughter. Oh. So um, to be back out there is, is really, really tough. Um, but it is satisfying in the sense of getting back on stage. But I, I, I'm terrified. I cannot lie to you. I know it's scary. Um, it's I, I was talking to you earlier about that. Like just uh, like you want to go out. You want to you want to go work. You know what I mean? But uh, it's scary. I keep saying I I still tr- I'm holding on strong as one of those dumb people that believe in science and math. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know no. what to tell you. It's just it's yeah. scary. Um, yeah. And you know, I'm scared too because it don't feel like anybody's in charge of nothing. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, and, and I can tell you too, uh, being out there, you know, we do a two man show, uh, right. me and Benji Brown, and uh, I go up first, and you know, there's people in the crowds wearing masks, but yeah. then there's a, a two item minimum, so people are eating and drinking, and by the time I go back on stage to get him off, everybody's not wearing a mask anymore. Right, right. You know, so you know, and and naturally so, you know, how are they gonna sure. enjoy it? you know enjoy their meal, food right. and meal uh and drinks it, it, so. it, it's a hard place to be i've said multiple times you know live stream and talking to talking to you know, my friends here and um you know i think one of the big things i just i just talked to you know a comedy club manager the other day uh not that i'm trying to you know signal that i'm a loving person but i'm just saying like the people that we work with i think about them every day every time mm-hmm. i think i can't wait to go back to work because mm-hmm. I want I want to perform and I want to make some money for my family. I think about those bartenders, those door people, the yeah. the sound the sound people, 
the you know the the you know the servers like i'm just like all these people got kids none of them are working yeah you know yeah. and and they're good people oh uh, that's that that's our coworkers yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. I, I think about those people all the time because you know you go to you know you go to Tampa and you can't wait to see you know so and so you go to yeah, you know you yeah, you yeah. go to you go to I always say you go to Dayton Funny Bone I can't wait to see Molly you know yeah yeah uh, hell yeah Molly yeah yeah uh, you know what I mean uh, another mother yeah. three killing it for her family you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. but like you know you think about those people all the time and mm-hmm. so when when you know some of my friends are out working. You know, you're like, oh, this is uh, I'm scared for you and your family. But then I'm like, yeah, those servers got to work, too. They need yeah. like yeah. so it's a tough time. It's, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's a there's a lot of free space out there to to, to think, you know, there's. Yeah. yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I, I agree. I think I think, you know, we, we have to open up at some point. And I think that if more people take it serious, then we would be able to open up safely. But, you yeah. know, you still got these bad apples out here that are only going to prolong it. So if we have to shut down again, you know, it's because of the people that's like, oh, it's not true, right. you know, and or impatient, you know, so right. uh, it, it, it's, it's heartbreaking. And, uh, and, and, and now that I'm back on the road, I can see, I can see the people that walk up to me and try to shake my hand or the people right. that, you know, want to take a picture without a mask. Um, yeah, and, I know. And, and it hurts. It hurts because we love that. We worked for that for somebody to want to take a picture with you. But, um, you know, and you, you do y'all sit there and tell everybody, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm back to work because I have to be. But uh, I got a newborn at home. You know, right. do I have to break that down to every single person or right. do I look like a jerk? You know, you know so I, I think I think it, it, it comes both ways because most of the comics I talk to, it's either it's either or, you know what I mean? Um, like I, I had Brad Williams on a couple weeks ago. You know, Brad Williams, he lives in L.A. Uh, you know, um, he he just had a newborn baby. He he got to go back to work. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, and but then, you know, but then some other people, you know, I'll talk to and they'll say. You know, I understand why you're not going out. I get it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's it's whatever you got to do. And like I said, yeah. I mean, you know, you get a little unemployment, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, just, we're just all trying to figure it out. I just know that I don't think I want to get on a plane to Florida right now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, well, thanks, Aaron, because I got I got to do that next week. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm praying for you. I just <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, it's hard. It's hard. It's uh. Yeah, because you want to do that. You want to make a living. But you're doing it, man. Like, you know, it's uh, that's why I've always, you know, that's why when I first met you uh, a couple years ago, I was like, I always appreciate people that can can put together love and hustle. You know what I mean? Just like. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you. uh, Yeah. uh, I mean, even us talking about living below our means. I'm like, okay, he can. Yes, we can. We can talk about family finance together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's, it's hard to do it. And a lot of people don't, yeah. you know, cause every, cause you know, for us, it's like, you know, we're in a point in our career that people are like, okay, so when are you going to LA? Why aren't you, why don't you have a TV show? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you're like, sure. you, and you're like, you know, you know, we got to do this for 10 more years. And then, yeah. <laughs> like, and then we yeah, feel hope. successful. Hope. You know? it's, and, it's, and, I, and I always tell people too, that um, I want to go to LA uh, when I can afford to take my family. If I just go as a struggling artist, like uh, the same way we said about if I'm not doing comedy, I'm not happy. If I don't have my family, right, I'm not happy. So I can't go and hustle 
and right. not have them there. So I, I need to be able to afford to take them with me. Otherwise, right. I feel like I abandoned my kids anyway and my wife, you know, so right. um, we already leave them four days a week. You know, right. yeah, we're back right. home for three and we're back yeah. on the road again for four. So, uh, you know, kudos to our wives, you know, for putting up with that. And um, amen. You know, yes. Going to L.A. Is, is tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, it's uh, I, I, I've told this story. I, I always feel like I'm saying things a hundred times to people who listen to my podcast, but whatever. Uh, they'll, they'll know my story better than me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we we tried to do that. We We looked at it before I had my third child. Uh, we, you know, I took my wife out. Um, I was, I was headlining at an improv in California. And so I was able to take my wife out to see LA and, mm. and, uh, we really did. Like we talked to friends, we went to lunch, we visited neighborhoods. Like we really, we really went at it and, uh, it came down to math. It came down to, yeah. I'm going to be yeah. gone. I'm going to be gone 40. I need to be, I need to be working 40 weeks a year minimum. Wow. And I need to make this amount of money. And while I'm doing that, my wife is going to sit in a in a little neighborhood outside of Los Angeles by herself with our two kids and know nobody. Yeah, yeah. Can't do it. Can't do it. And it's all common, four yeah, all, all four grandparents are out back here. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. It's yeah. just, you know, and uh it's it might have been the best thing we ever did, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah I agree. And it is it's, it's it's refreshing to hear that because uh honestly uh you know and, and and no like you said earlier too no no shot at the younger comics and which we are still considered probably young comics oh yeah uh, but, oh yeah uh, to see somebody like yourself and myself that are, are making a living out of this uh decide to stay home and then you see younger comics that are barely working you know move, yeah. make that move it's it's, it's it's so heartbreaking and then you see it, them come back some yeah it it, it depends you know sometimes because i i we know we all know smart people that that know how to get it done you know what i mean who who are smart and you know um you know i think of my my good friend you know colin chamberlain i'll shout him out uh you know opens opens for me a lot on the road he he moved to new york and you know he's he's young and hungry he's mm -hmm. you know he's a smart kid uh yeah. you know uh and he went to new york and just i mean he's mike in three nights a week or nice. I mean, three times a night. You know what I mean? Oh wow! Jeez. You know, yeah, he's in New York. He's hitting two, three mics a night, and so wow. he's going in and doing the work. But we also know people that do that. Move to New York or L.A., and you hit them up a month later. You're like, what's going on? They're like, ah, I can't find a job. I don't want to work out here. I'm like, what? And they're like, did you do stand? <laughs> did you do stand up yet? And they're like, well, you know, uh, the comedy store didn't get back to me. I'm like, the comedy store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're in LA and you're nobody. You need to go do the bagel shop set right now. Like that, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. know, uh, that's yeah. what it is. And so, uh, we, yeah, I, and, we and, definitely and, see it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I could, you know, I commend you guys for, for making that decision to stay. And, uh, you know, uh, Benji right. always tells me, um, because he's, he's still in Miami. Um, right. you know, he did the Martin tour and he's like, um, you know, he's like, I'd rather be, you know, uh, uh, and in Miami isn't isn't a small pond either, but it's not entertainment, right. you know. So, right. but he's always saying, I'd rather be a, a big fish in a small pond and let yeah. them come to me or at least request me, and then I go out there. So, right, right. I mean, you could try to, you know, try to make noise and look at you. I mean, you you are a full time comic. You're pretty successful. Yeah. In Pittsburgh, you know, as sure. far as Pittsburgh sure. goes, you know, you're traveling, you know, right. so. Um, you know, and for even for me to get taken on tour from Cleveland, yeah, sure. Um, I, 
you know, it's amazing. It is. It, it's much more possible now, too. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. too, I mean, people say, um, you know, we're in a good comedy boom, I think, right now. You know what I mean? I think I agree. I agree. The, the digital age really opened up a lot of people's, you know, names and faces and acts and, um, you know, a lot of new clubs. And, you know, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. And I don't, yeah. but I don't, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, I mean, shoot, we got, we got a lot of problems right now. This is, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's, you know, not only is it, you don't, you know, you don't want to fly to States, you know, I mean, you don't want to fly to States for the pandemic, but then it's like, I'm seeing comedy club, you know, managers be canceled because they're saying dumb racist shit. I mean, this, yeah, yeah, it is. I've already, there's been like two clubs already where I'm like, Oh, well, this place is dead now. This is no, I don't want to work there. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta shoot me a text and let me know. I haven't heard about There, me text to let me know. Uh, you, you want you wouldn't be too concerned. Uh, oh. you, <laughs> All right. Like, oh, they, yeah, they, they don't need me. Bye. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you're not hurting for it anyway. So, yeah, um, yeah. but no, it's just it's just crazy, man. It's uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I want to ask you. Like, I don't I don't want to be one of those white friends that say, "How are you and your kids during this whole shit?" Because like it's like during a pandemic, you also got to be a black man and a black father walking around, and that yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, and uh, for your for your viewers that don't know, I am in an interracial relationship. So right. My wife is white um, already, right. so she already worries about me, especially right. when I'm driving somewhere. Um, and it's so crazy you said that because I actually um, talked to a uh, a white friend last night. Uh, I used to be a firefighter, <laughs> right? And uh, and uh, he, he's like, happy Father's Day. I said, happy Father's Day. And he said, uh, and this is really bothered me because it was, it's crazy. I didn't know we were even going to go into racial stuff. But I um, didn't. I... <laughs> but uh, he said, uh, he said, oh, man, I need to get with you. You know, uh, you know, you, you know, your friends always joke. Oh, you're big time. I can't catch up with you. So I was like, oh, no, man, you know, you're you're a hero, you know, because he's a firefighter. And right. he was like, uh, oh, all this because I, I voted for Trump. Like he just pulled that out of his ass. Right. Just came up to him. It's like. I was like, yeah, that kind of hurt my feelings a little bit. And I was like, no, I'm joking. I didn't know you voted for Trump. I don't care who you voted for. Right. And he's like, and he was drunk. And I could tell he's like, call me, call me. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you about Trump as Father's Day. And uh, he baited yeah. me in. He baited me in and we talked. And, um, you know, it was just, um, and I was telling him that I think that uh, I'm trying to censor myself, I guess. Uh, right. I don't That's a, too yeah. much of, of our conversation. I, but I, I, no, I, know. I told him that I feel like he... Because I know he's a good, a great guy. I know mm. he's, I know he's not racist. But mm. I just like, I think that some of the prejudice you have and some of the biased opinions that you have are part of the problem. Are part mm. of the problem because when you know you have good people, but they think a certain way, mm. it it only holds us back. So um, I think one of the things he said was, uh, "Well, you know, uh, you know, I hate Black Lives Matter. I hate All Lives Matter. I think we shouldn't be saying that." All cops are bad. And I used to be a firefighter. I know all cops are bad. Sure. Being in an interracial relationship, uh, being a, 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 a ex-firefighter, uh, working with some of those guys, knowing that those guys are good, great guys and mm-hmm. there's some bad apples out there. Mm-hmm. But when he said stuff like, uh, then he said, well, you know, uh, there's about, I forget the percentage he said, of African-American men and women growing up in single-parent households. And that's the issue that that African American family has in the in their community. Um, so I think they need to handle that before first before they can be out here protesting mm-hmm. and doing that. And I said, well, it all ties together. Mm-hmm. There's we make up 15 percent of the population. 
60% of African-American men, I, I don't, don't quote me on that percentage, but it's, sure. it's high, make up the prison system. Mm-hmm. So, of course, there are single family households. Mm-hmm. And if we make a 15% of the population and 60% of the jail population, uh, do you think we're being targeted? Mm-hmm. Do you think that black men are being targeted? And uh, and it is, and this is where it kind of got a little heated. And we don't have to talk about this long because I love talking no, about yeah, no. no, yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he says, uh, well, and this is a firefighter. He says, well, uh, yes, if you look at the, the African-American community, they, those are the guys mostly making crime, doing crimes. Mm-hmm. So I said, so you're telling me six out of every 10 black men are criminals. And he says, well, it depends on what area you're in. And I said, what? And uh, he's like, it depends on what area. And he's like, I could take you to a certain place in Ohio uh, where maybe eight of those guys are probably, um, you know, criminals. And I was like, just from where they stay at? I grew up in, in the hood where Bone Thugs and Harmony are right. from, you know, where they rap about. And, uh, you know, I could take you to that community and show you 10 guys that have never been arrested, you know? Right. So um, I told him that's part of the problem because if you, mm-hmm. he's a firefighter, but if you were a cop, you would automatically assume that eight of those 10 black absolutely. guys are criminals because of the community that you're oh, in. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that's, a, um, um, I think that's part of the problem. Sorry, my wife is asking this. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I, you know, those statements, um, yeah, I don't want to get into it either. Like I said, like I, I yeah. try to have fun and, and, and do politics and I don't do politics and religion, but this, but I think, yeah. you know, that's the thing. I, this is not about politics. This is not, this is about yeah. this is about human beings. You know what I mean? And yeah. so yeah. why why I just thought about it is that just being a father, you know what I mean? Just um yeah. I think about being a father and I'm just like, uh, you know, but anyway, what what you were saying just my response to that was just that there's so many conversations like that. It's um like I don't I don't want to be that dude that's saying like I I'm getting exhausted talking to people because I don't even know what exhaustion is compared uh, you know. So, but it's just like people make statements like that and you go, yeah. And, but, but also yeah. though, yeah, but yeah. Y- yes, but let me tell you why. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. because everybody's there, there are people that make those statements, those racist statements that are going, well, this and this is this. And their yeah. reason is because they're black. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, no, that's not the reason it's because yeah. the system has been yeah. against them forever. Yeah, yeah. So like, and yeah. so just, but anyway, it's just, I can't yeah. even. And he tried to use this as he said, "Uh, well, take you for instance. You know, did you grow up with your father?" I was like, "I did." He's like, "Well, that's a bad example." So I was like, "So you can't say, you know?" So he's about yeah. to, I guess, give me props for being a decent human being. Yeah. But that's it. Every it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. I have a father, a white father-in-law who, um, hugs me and tells me he loves me and and all right. of those things like. If we could just have more of that, I don't know why we have to say, well, your community just, if we all could just love each other, yes. you know, and, and that's bottom line when it comes to it. If you shave off a dog's hair, it's a dog under there. It's the same yeah. thing with humans, yep, you yep. know? So, um, you know, I just, I just wish that it was more of that. Um, I think, I think we're needed for that because of comedy. I think that we need mm-hmm. because comedy brings so many people together. If it's done right, you know, like you said, yeah. you stay away from politics and religion. Yeah. I do, I do myself. I talk about fatherhood. I talk yeah. about my family. Right. Um, things are relatable. But when you start talking about religion and politics, um, people's people opinions start to hurt right. other people's feelings. Right. Um, and I, I but I think that's why we need comedy back. That's the hard part. 
I always feel like too, I always, I always give co comedians, I give us credit for like, I feel like, you know, all the comedians we know that travel and tour. And I would say that some of the musicians that I know too, is that you really, really um, get a good perspective on human beings because, yeah. you know, everybody that we know that lives, you know, in wherever we live, you know, they're here most of the time. Like yeah. where, do, where do they go? Oh, we're going to yeah. open city this summer. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like we're going on a road trip for a vacation. That's all they go. So yeah. most of the people that we know, they know the people at work, the people mm -hmm. at school, and that's it. They don't, you know. Yeah. So I think that comedians always have a great perspective. I feel like more people should follow comedians and listen to podcasts because, yeah. uh, because you know, we get to go one week. We get to go perform in San Francisco, and the next week we are in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know what I mean? And we are yeah. literally having conversations with dozens, sometimes yeah. hundreds of people from yeah. a certain area, from a certain, I would say, a certain worldview. Because the United yeah. States, let's be honest, is five countries. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Connecticut yeah, is nowhere near Texas. Okay. <laughs> um, so it's like we we are like our own little Europe here. You know what I mean? Like England is very different than Afghanistan way over here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. So um, you know, I think we get a good good understanding of kind of like the the median of 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 the United States. Like we we get a good sense of people, people, they're not a you know. There's not a uh, you don't meet a lot of people that like hate people, you know what I mean? No, no, there's some great people out there. Yeah, and and I think that you know you meet a lot of people who are just kind of like all just all trying to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and and they're pushed different ways by different things. You know, maybe their mm -hmm. newspaper in town, maybe the, the media. New, oh my god. Yeah, media, you know, yeah. you look at people's like you know people. Where do they you know get people get their information from? You know, it's there's no no more truth. There's no more, yeah, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just everybody got 20 different sources of truth. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, yeah. for God's sakes, people don't even believe math and science are truth anymore. I mean, that's where yeah. we're at. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, yeah. you know, um, so, yeah, but it, it is like you, you get to experience all that. I, I tell people mm -hmm. all the time, you know, I remember I remember when uh, no politics or religion, but it's just an example about how, you know, um, you know, I have I have a bubble of friends, you know, that are that are uh, liberal, liberal friends, you know, arts, arts friends, you know what I mean? Performers, mm -hmm. you know, and I remember them saying, Oh, Hillary is going to win by 80%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. I've been to Tulsa. Yeah. <laughs> like I've, I, I've been to Little Rock. I've been to Georgia. Yeah. I've been to Florida. Yeah. I've been to Phoenix. <laughs> Shit. I've been to New York state. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think you know what you're talking about. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, for I'm sure. like, you know, it's just things like that. There's, you know, uh, people are people are different. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But that's, but like I said, I just want to just, you know, uh, just say that, like, that's, it's not politics or religion what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah that's not yeah, what we're talking sure. about. That's not. For there's sure. no. There's no red and blue to black and white. There's no. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's like, such a scary, and I guess it is relevant to the podcast because it's such a scary time to be yeah, a dad. Yeah, such a, it's, I mean, you know, especially having biracial kids, I just, it's such a scary time to be a father, mm -hmm. and and 
we don't we still don't see people as people we still don't and like you said we travel all over the country i've had you know you know how you're selling your t-shirt you're selling your merch and you get those people that come up to you and they give you too much information you learn but they just have to tell you yes how they feel about politics or yes. you know i've had people say inappropriate things to me as oh yeah you know because they're comfortable because they're comfortable yes. because we open ourselves up yep um but but I, you can probably attest to this. There's so many more positive interactions than there are negative. Yeah. Um, and, and it's people that genuinely, there's, there's, there's more good in the, than bad in the world. I really, really believe that. Oh, sure, you know, we just don't short, we just don't showcase that as much as we do the negative. Right. Yeah. Anything, anytime I ever see, I mean, my, my limited, believe it or not, my limited uh, view of Facebook, like I, you know, yeah. it may it may look like we're on there a bunch, but comedians, mm. we're marketers. Never, yeah, we're marketers. Never yeah. If you see me, yeah, post, we're just on there posting. Uh, I'm we're posting. Not on scrolling. I scroll yeah. a couple people. I scroll some, maybe some some news will pop up, and if mm. you see me make a comment, that's the first time I looked at my phone all day. Yeah. I, have, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I mean, we're marketers. We're we're promoters. We're entertainers. You know, so I'm not on there that much. Mm. You know, and. uh yeah. Um, wait, what did you say just before that? I lost it. My coffee's wearing out. Um, <laughs> I haven't even had any. Uh, no, I was just talking about good people. Oh, yeah. Uh, being yeah. out there, people walking up to us, their interactions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you don't, you, you don't get that, you know, you don't get that on Facebook. You don't get the news. Anytime I say, said, uh, I, I was going to say, anytime I come across something good like that, I always mm -hmm. hashtag spread good news. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like, if yeah. you see something good, like, because, you know, and, and, and by the way, I just I don't want to speak for you, Rob, but I'm talking to my listeners. We're not saying that there's good people on both sides. That's not what we're saying. No, <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, no, no. That's not the kind of statement that's being made. It's just that yeah. like we know that, you know, we know that lumping so many different people into like a category is just not true. Exactly. And we and we know that there's people just trying to figure out how to love people out there. And I think. Mm. I think I think this year especially, um, it's been nice that the it's, it's been nice that the we've able been to sit around and you know at home during the pandemic, and I think you know this is the first time that I really think that um, people are learning. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like I, I, you I know, agree. as much as I cringe watching lots of friends, uh, you know, talk about their feelings about Juneteenth, um, mm. but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just like, I, you know what though. You know, I, I'm trying not to virtue signal like, you know, mm -hmm. when, when things were happening over the last couple of years and and you're like, yeah, I, I get this. Like this is, you know, and people are like, yeah. ah, and I'm yeah. like, no. And I, it, to finally see, yeah. <laughs> like to finally see more people getting getting it like, oh, there's a problem. And, you know, you're seeing yeah. it in the streets and that's that's encouraging this time. Yeah, it um, is. It is. Yes, it is. Um, but man, I mean, you, yeah, you get scared of the work that still needs to be done. It's just, and, yeah. and part of our job, like what we're doing here, we're not, we're not politicians. We're not preachers. We're not, you know what I mean? Like, we're not like, yeah. we, we just want to make people have a good world. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, yeah. we want to bring joy to people. My only goal is to make people laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, and, yeah. and that's, it, it is. It is. I think we've discovered that it is an amazing common denominator that people have is just to bring joy and laughter. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, um, that's yeah. fun. 
I do definitely want to yeah. get back, back to joy and laughter. <laughs> yeah, I, be, I bet you missed it, man. I did, it felt, I mean, the crowds were small. I mean, really small. I mean, I think right. oh, uh smallest crowd we had was eight people. Uh, and the biggest crowd wow. we had was probably about, about 50, 55. But this is Alabama. I mean, not Alabama. This is uh, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah. We were in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. So I don't even know. Uh, we, we played uh, Chuckles Comedy Club a couple of times. And mm-hmm. that's a pretty, they, they get comedy. They, they come out. But, you know, it's a pandemic. Um, right. But uh, it, it did feel good to be back up there and to get away from that. Because right. I mean, even, I didn't even have a joke for it. I just said, I was talking in the house. I'm here. And you just. You just get a applause, you know, just for that. Um, yeah. So I, I know, I know you got to miss it, bro. I know. You I, gotta I gotta ask you. So when you first, because you know, I know what it's like. You got to open up a show for a star. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. You got to do some heavy lifting. This is that's the one yeah. I'm afraid of. Is that like, did you did you cut up on 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 Corona a little bit? Uh, I think I, I talked about uh, my daughter being born uh, and, right. uh, you know, that, ex- that experience in the hospital because that was a totally different experience because of the coronavirus uh, and different perspective. Um, like I said, I try to stay out of the politics right, because right. Uh, different things. But just my, my experience, me and my wife in the house together. Uh, right. So, yeah, I, I did. I did. I, and I actually got to try some new stuff out this weekend with, about it. But, um, right. yeah, that was my perspective on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean, that's what everyone says. That's when pe- uh, what I figure – you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just uh, you just want to get back to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and you want to get out there. Now this is the part I think that you're you, you want to get out there before every other comedian talks about it. Where it's like I'm tired of hitting about the corona. Yeah, you I know, mean, you're that, you're gonna miss that. Well, it's a thing where it's like do do people want to even mention this? But you just you know you got to talk about your life. You know what I mean? You just because yeah, yeah. I mean if there's yeah. things that you're laughing at while you're in quarantine, we know we got to say it. We got to yeah. You gotta yeah. see if anybody else thinks it's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, yeah, man, it's just uh, what a god damn. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just what a time, what a time to be alive, man. Um, yeah, yeah, man. You know what though? I I told my kids though. This is this is something that like, you know, with the pandemic, you know, being with the kids so much. I would say though, it's one of the best times of my life. I agree, man. I agree. Like just being See, home. My daughter swing. Oh, yes. I, I, I practiced uh, baseball with my daughter, and she just uh, to, to see her swing just develop, and she's proud and she's pumped, and uh, right. it, it's, it's such a great time to be home, man. It, it was it was a, it was hard to go back on the road. I almost almost yeah. cried because oh. I was sad. Like, uh, and my daughter did cry. You know, that's what yeah. almost made me cry. She didn't want. She was used to me being, but that's not the norm. You know, right. but she was used to me being home. Yeah. yeah, I uh, so, I keep saying that you know we 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 sit on the front porch at night, right? And mm-hmm. to have weeks in a row where my wife mm-hmm. and I will have you know we'll sit we'll have we'll have our uh we call it just our our poor charcuterie you know uh, <laughs> yeah. cut up some cheese and salami you know yeah. and uh, have some spiked have some spiked uh spiked uh tang or whatever you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But like we'll sit on the porch and we'll, just sitting on the porch with my wife. Like every night, like I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this is yeah. oh yeah, I don't want to, I want to do this like forever. Uh, yeah, so yeah. There's little yeah, things yeah, like sure. that where it's like waking up with my kids every day, like you know, pr- you know, uh, doing a show. I do, you know, I do my live stream Friday night show. My wife sits next to me, you know, and has a glass of wine, and I have a show, and then we have a date night. You know, we just watch a movie. You know, Saturday morning, yeah. we wake up whenever we want. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, this yeah. Is, um, yeah, yeah. 
but I think I think you're right. I mean, there are times that like I'm like, oh, I need to get out. Like I need to get yeah, out of here. Yeah. Like that's yeah. <laughs> I, I've I've gotten used to it. I would say the first two months, I would go on drives by myself. Me too. Yeah, me too. Just because yeah. we're so used to being in the car for so long, or you know, I would just go listen to podcasts, go listen to music, have a cup of coffee. You know what I mean? So um yeah but yeah it looks like are you are you are you my wife no 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 my wife we're hand signaling she got pissed she literally tried to bring me like uh egg whites to the car to eat breakfast and i'm like no 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 she's like i thought you uh, she's all right it's it's egg whites i can heat up egg whites are disgusting so i I can heat those up they'll still taste the same so are you are you on that strong man breakfast no, no, no. Uh, we just uh, she had the baby. She can work out now. So oh, yeah. uh, we came uh, we came up with the plan that she's in charge of nutrition and and I'm in charge of the workouts. Um, so, oh, uh, nice. you know, I, I, I worked out. And that's another thing, too. I went for a run every day. Almost actually, I did a run 30 days in a row. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 100 push ups a day. Man, uh, now that she can work out. Yeah. Man, yeah. Got my mile time. Down. I couldn't I think I couldn't run a mile and. 16 minutes i got it down to like nine minutes and 11 seconds so i was really proud of that trying to beat under nine i, I found out you get you get a, a discount on your life insurance if you could if yeah you could run a mile under 10 minutes uh, <laughs> so, so i got it down i have not I run down, i have not run a, at least a 12 like a 12 minute mile was the fat kid number in high school uh wow. i don't think i've run a 12 minute mile since like 2002 <laughs> Wow, yeah, man. It, you know, it started. It started because we couldn't do anything else. It started being therapeutic. It started being yeah. because that was my only. And then too, I was, I was, I was, I was an advocate for uh, social distancing. Right. And it's so crazy because people was like, "You're out running. You're not cornered." Right. Like the outside isn't dangerous. It's people are dangerous. You can yeah, right. go and walk. You can go. Um, and uh, that that was my therapy, man. So yeah, it felt good. And now she can she can work out. So. She's doing a nutrition, doing a workout. So I'm Excellent. Charged. Yeah, we're, yeah. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we've turned into fat pieces of shit. I'm going to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, like, I'm a mess. Like, that's why, look how I record from here. Yeah. Look, like, you, you think if there was a body shot, I would have a white shirt on? You're crazy. <laughs> um, no, white shirts, are, white shirts, for one, I always spill something on my shirt before I go on stage. And because we eat and drink so late, I, I've never was comfortable on white shirts on stage. Oh yeah, because of, you know, just lack, lack lack of working out, man. That's one thing that's gonna kill me when I when I was first home. For, I would say the first like month or so, that uh, you know that that fourth meal that we have as comedians, like I yeah yeah yeah, I'd be home with my wife. We would watch a movie. It would be like eleven thirty, and I'm like um. Taco Bell drive-thru is open. I mean, just like, like you want to, you want to eat that fourth meal after a show. Uh, yeah. And I've gotten used to that. So when I get back out, oh, the the, yeah. the one thing I I think that's gonna just crush me is that those funnel cake fries from the Funny Bone after a show, it's over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say that too. I think I gave up red meat. I gave up pork, and I gave up beer. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So you're eating beer. Are you on the are you on the Jesus diet? Just like just fish and like chicken. Yeah. Oh chicken. I also do I do I do the vegan. I'm not vegan at all, but right. I do I do eat like the burgers, you know, the 
you know, yeah, right. burgers and stuff like that when that's, I want a burger. That's a whole nother podcast. We got to talk about that some other time. We'll just do a dad, <laughs> do a dad, dad bod podcast because, like, I, I've been through the journey of losing 100 pounds. Uh, and people like, you know what? Uh, people that are listening, they like talking about that. I think everybody that listens, they got to yeah. deal with a dad bod or a mom bod. You know, they know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. It's reality, man. It's, it's more people's reality than there's yeah. more people with dad bods than six pack. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, we gotta, I've never had abs. I gotta get yeah. When I lost a hundred pounds, I you know, I've always had a good core, but it was hidden by you know laundry. Um, and when I lost a hundred pounds, I started seeing like <laughs> I started seeing that four pack. You know what I mean? Come in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I was like I was like yeah, and then that was it. And then I I blew a muscle in my back, and then that was oh, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. And I gained back fifty pounds. I- Oh, I'm lost. You're almost. To lose weight. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? Right. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I said, uh, I had people tell me that uh, they don't want me to lose weight because I'm so likable on stage as a big guy. I, uh, I've, I've had people walk up to me say that. I, I'm going to be honest. This is now a lot of people, you know, get pissed off at this kind of thing. But it is a real thing that when I lost weight and I look, you know, I look like a I, I'm, I, I turned I turned from like a chubby dad bod, like a neighbor in a sitcom to like I look like, you know, I played D3 and now I coach like that's what, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I, I look like I was like a, like a, you know, like a fit dad. And it it made a huge difference. I'm telling you, especially with acting, because I started yeah. I started losing weight. And then there was like now I'm auditioning for like, you know uh the bodyguard the the bouncer the state trooper i was like huh i was like before it was like oh. it was like the silly dad at the bowling alley that falls over you know it was like shit like yeah. that <laughs> um and that's what you want yeah it was like the fbi agent i'm like i don't want to play this shit <laughs> you know <laughs> um but anyway um Hey, I, listen. I uh, I'll let you go eat your egg white breakfast. I I appreciate you, man, so much. Uh, no problem. And I didn't get to tell your viewers uh, last time because did, you didn't record me. But man, thank you so much, man. You're a veteran uh, to me. Anyway, you know, to the comics, I, you know, I've only been doing this uh, years now. But, you know, oh, so, man, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, I'm losing you. Um, oh, look, look, you're like, you're like, hey, he's complimenting me. I'm losing. I know. I'm really, I'm like, I'm like, it's it's going away. I don't want you to say it. Say something nice. <laughs> and I lose you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I just no, want to sorry. say thank you, man. Every time I see you, you're super positive, man. Super funny. Super fun to work with. Every time I work with you, I learn something new. Uh, no matter the size of the crowd, your energy is always the same. Uh, you're passionate about it and you're just a genuine guy. So I want to thank you for having me on your podcast, man. I appreciate I, you. I appreciate you. And you know, I just, I, I just want to talk to people that I, that I know that I love and that I vibe with and, you know, um, just, you know, I, I just, I love talking to other dads too, that are doing it. You know what I mean? And you're one of the people too, that, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're on a similar traje- trajectory, you know, we're trying to, you know, having those people we can look to that are, you know, you know, doing what you're doing, you know, we all kind of like can look at each other and try to, you know, push each other up. That's that every class of comedians have done that, you know? So I, I I look at you as one of those people that I really uh, love and trust and look at what you're doing. And I say, okay, I trust what Rob's doing. You know what I mean? So I want to tell you that. 
Um, yeah, appreciate it. And also, yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. You say the same thing, but uh, you know, I look at my other dads out there that are doing it. I'm like, all right, I'll be okay. I'll, Rob's doing it. Rob's house burned down. Yeah, You're yeah, a bitch. Yeah. Don't be a bitch. You'll be fine. You know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's right. Fine. So, man, I appreciate you so much. Uh, on on the front end and the back end of the podcast, I'm going to tell everybody where they can find you. But obviously, at Rob uh, at Rob Ward Comedy. Um, uh, I'll, I'll tag everything right. As long as I tag you right, people will find you. Uh, okay, sweet, man. Because you're all over the country. I want people to go see you, man. Especially, hey, look, if people are seeing Rob during the during during closures, go 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 throw a $20 bill over the table and buy a shirt off of him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thank you. But, brother, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, man. All right, no problem, man. Have a good day. Happy Father's Day, man. You too. Thank you. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs>